0: Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Hello, everybody. We're excited this is working. Catherine Toon is using a new technology, so I am thrilled this is working. We have (laughs) someone very precious and near and dear to me. For those of you who don't know, Lisa Couture, she is an incredible, te- an incredible person, human being, <laughs> and an incredible teacher. And she just carries it. She is anointed. And so I reached out to her and I said, Lisa, <laughs> let's do something. So we kind of put this together last minute. Well, Holy Spirit gave you kind of the topic mm-hmm. where we talk about worship, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Yeah. Cause we're confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for grace, right? <laughs> yes. And everybody pray for Lisa. Cause she has a little thing going on with her cough and the throat and the thingy and she's on here anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. she has a ton to share with us. So welcome Lisa. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to do yeah. like the new year's launch of 2023 with yeah. Lisa.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too. And um, thank you so much for thinking of me. And we, we definitely flow in the same kind of heartbeat when it comes to Jesus. So uh, when you reached out and you asked me about, you know, joining you live and talking, I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? You know, there's so many things we can talk about. There's so much stuff going on in the world, et cetera, et cetera. Jesus is always revealing stuff. But the next day, I just felt like this really, uh, this whisper and this impression in my heart from the Holy Spirit to, um, I want you to speak on worship. And it was so connected with me because it's been on my heart. Worship has been on my heart quite a bit this past year, especially. And, you know, Catherine, we have a world that is, and it's, I believe, a sovereign thing of God, a sovereign move of God, awakening his kids to the truth of his being, You know, and in that people are transitioning out of like religiosity and what I would call like bondage, truthfully, of just this God that's separated. He's aloof and he's usually angry at us. You know, he's mad at us because we just can't get it together. And and yet that is not at all who Jesus revealed to us at all about our triune God, Abba, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, their love. Their love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and it and it should cause us to worship, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, but I've just been seeing in that kind of process we can get off track sometimes, you know. It's it's bound to happen, and and with social media, there's this mimetic thing where people start to say stuff, and then people start to get drawn in and like like it follow. <laughs> we were just great followers, you know. And um and so I just started hearing things like, well, if it's finished, if the work is finished, then why do we need to worship Jesus? You know, why do we need to worship? And if it's um, you know, uh, Jesus never demanded us to worship Him. And uh, and there's some truth in that. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus didn't go around saying, "Worship me." He's not an egomaniac. God's not an I, it's, egomaniac. What's
0: silly about that? is no, we didn't demand but mm-hmm. we worship things we were created to worship yeah love to adore we're going yeah. to worship something yeah and if we're not going to worship Jesus we're going to worship something else yeah <laughs> and that's a disaster yeah right and we see a lot of that <laughs> we right of- you worship self yeah. you worship money yeah. you worship yeah. sex you worship yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah pick a card name name card. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, or you yeah. work with another person.
1: Yeah. Right? It's yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. And that so, actually brings me to a point. I made some, yeah. I did make some notes and so uh, hopefully it's okay if I kind of uh, look at
0: them. Well, Lisa, um, I always look at my notes. Like, I always need a cheat sheet. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have some cheat sheets too, but I just don't know if I'll get to them because I'm sure you're going to cover so much. Right. So do your um, thing.
1: Yeah. I wrote a bunch of notes about from stuff that I got revelation from, but I also, um, I don't know if you know Robin Smith or not. She's a friend of mine and an author and, um, she's written a few books. Um, and one of them is it is finished and it's all on the finished work, you know? And so, but she wrote this beautiful blog on worship and how worship and praise is a beautiful, uh, experience today of co-worship, co-praise, you know, that, in grace, God reveals himself that he loves his humanity. He loves humanity. It's gonna make me cry. I always cry. I love
0: it. But it's a tender heart. So cry away. I'll just join you and we'll get all sloppy. And then everyone out there, hi guys, we can all get sloppy together. It would be great. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he but she writes in her blog, um, she gave me permission to share this. Yay. Um Thank we were you, designed, yeah. we were designed and created. For worship and praise
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> to both be worshiped and praised by God. And that triggers religion, religion right there, mm-hmm. but also to worship and praise him in this beautiful entanglement of an adoration, a glorious life of co that is beautiful.
0: Oh that's and, awesome robin you and, nailed it the school yeah was... <laughs> she did she nailed it
1: and um robin's not only just um sharing the heart of god but she's also a teacher so there's actual scripture right that releases this truth that show, that explains this truth that reveals this truth and it's not just new testament yes in the new testament we're in a different covenant a better covenant um, the old covenant, it was God treating mankind uh, or, or meeting mankind, I should say, where they were at and their blinders behind a veil under the law. Mm-hmm. So you got this thing about sacrifices and demands and all this legalism and this, this stuff. We have pulled that into the new covenant and we're still preaching this stuff and teaching this stuff. So as God's revealing himself, no, 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 people. That's not who I am, and he's unveiling his true nature. People are unraveling religion, but they're questioning these things. And now, all of a sudden, you know, why do I have to worship? And I'm just like, man, it's not well,
0: it's kind of the wrong question. You, you don't yeah. have to worship; you get to worship. Yeah, and the thing is, you're worshiping already. Yeah. So yeah. It what you worship and how you experience that. Yeah. Life-giving. All the disciplines God gave us were for us, not for him. He's not this big old egomaniac worship me because I need someone to fluff and buff me. No, (laughs) he's really secure. He's the most secure Mm -hmm. person in the universe. And so we need to worship him, be out of response to his adoration. So it's really about loving and loving back. Right. Yeah. So we love him and adoration. Because he first loved us, right? So we adore Absolutely. him because he adores us. And then we have this life-giving communion. But anyway, sorry, I just got excited. Continue. No,
1: no, no, no. It's <laughs> off. it's awesome. It kind of leads into what I you know, there's a there's a scripture in um well, first of all, let me back up. In Genesis, it says in Genesis, the very beginning of creation, it says that God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, have dominion over the fish, the sea, et cetera, et cetera. But God blessed them. That word is the Hebrew word barak, which you just alluded to, which is to kneel down to in adoration. God blessed them. God blessed us, them meaning us, who he created.
0: So, so that's down that, to us in adoration. In adoration. Because he's because he us. Because he, yeah, he can't. Yeah, help I himself. just
1: picture this God who's created us in his image, which is the image of love. Mm -hmm. and beauty and adoration and he you know when we have a baby right when you know women have babies and and both female and male obviously they look at this thing they created they co-created together and they're looking at like an adoration like this beautiful baby it's a miracle right we bless that baby well, God blessed us. He uh, He adores us. He adores yes. us. So when Jesus has this encounter with the Samaritan woman, which, by
0: the way, is one oh. of my favorite scriptures. Yes, I, I was in that all morning. Yes, do it. Yes. <laughs> so this is the God thing. In that
1: in that scripture, that was the first scripture, by the way, that I read in my Bible where I literally had this encounter with Holy Spirit. I started weeping. There's tear stains on my Bible. <laughs> and I'm writing, Jesus knew me. You know, because she said, I'm here to tell you about a man who knew everything about me.
0: Yeah.
1: And but but Jesus says in in um <clears throat> uh John 4, right? It's Samaritan, the Samaritan woman, yeah. yeah. John 4. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's OK. I'm, <laughs> I'm just confirming. Uh, right. uh, let's see. I'm trying to find uh where. OK, he says in John 4, 23, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in the spirit and in the truth the father also is seeking such worshipers as these and it's interesting because that word seeking is not like some egotistical god who's like where are my worshipers it was, it's more a word that's interpreted as he can't find them he can't find them because what they what, what did she talk about she was worshiped. they were worshipping you know abraham or whatever and and religion right.
0: And she was also Mm -hmm. worshiping men because she was searching for love,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So She
0: had many husbands, but the one that she had now is that right? So she was worshiping mm -hmm. them, trying to get something from them. They couldn't give her. Yes, yes. She was created for love. Yeah.
1: So good. So good. Because that was why I think it really appealed to me too. Because that was my life, just searching, like looking for love in all the wrong places.
0: Ding-da-ding-ding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and relate. <laughs> um, but
1: if it does, and true worshipers, so that word worship there is the word proscunio. I'm not good with pronouncing Greek, but okay. it's proskunio or I believe. And mm-hmm. and it, it actually means the, it's the word that means, a Greek word that means adore, adorer. And um when you break the word apart, post means towards face to face, as Francois in the Mirror Bible has yes. er, you know, translated that to be rightly. Face to face, and then kineo is to kiss. Kiss the face. Come on. Our God is God, Ooh. a God of love and adoration, and and just um uh, the beauty beauty of this gospel causes you to overflow with just love and adoration back. Absolutely beautiful.
0: To. Now, it when you think to. about it, he's kissing the face. That's how we recognize one another. Yeah. Like if you yeah. know, I got you for the neck. I may be able to figure out that it's Lisa if I'm neck yeah. down. But when I see your face, yeah, um, it's Lisa. Yeah. When I look into your eyes, that if I were to kiss your face, say. And I would look into your eyes. That's where your soul is. That's intimacy, yeah. that's connection. So God says, You in particular. Yeah. I'm going face to face because now you can see who I am. I can see yeah. who you are. We can look into each other's eyes and I can give you this affection. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's and isn't that isn't sorry. that what all of humanity
1: is just crying uh, out for? Like, right? come on, give us a drink of this love, of this right? living water. We are just yes. yeah, we are so done with the news media and politics and religion oh and all this stuff that just steals, kills, and destroys. Right? right? Give us a drink, and that was that whole Samaritan encounter. Give right. me a drink, this living water. You shall never thirst again. Jesus said, "Man, that should cause us to." adore and worship the rest of our lives. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, you know, when but it's loved, it just rises up in you to yeah. love back. That's yeah. how we're wired. That's yeah. where we're alive. That's why it's living water. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is yeah. not a mechanical thing mm-hmm. we do. It's yeah. a response. Yeah. Yeah. That it's we cool. need.
1: Yes. It's right. about reverence and awe. Mm. It's not about, I am the God and you have to worship me and this master slave mentality. That's religion. That's what God is trying to tear away from his church right now. The body of Christ across the planet. No, 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 no. That is not my nature. That is you, what you believe about me from the things that you've read or been taught through the traditions of man, doctrines of man that make the word of no effect from the old covenant, we read things, we don't understand what we're reading. That's why I'm so grateful pe- people that are teaching about the Bible now, how to read it, how to understand it. I'll give a plug and a shout out to Jamie Englehart. He's got a yeah. e- course right now. Jamie's awesome. How to understand the Bible, and it will bring you freedom. Because yeah. you read some of this stuff and you go, ooh, 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 that can't be God, you know? Right. But, but even in the Old Testament, I found there is this beauty of this. God who loves and adores his creation. And I mean, you read the whole book of the song of Solomon. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: It's the, it's allegorical to Jesus' oh. love for his bride, right. For mankind. Right. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to just share some things I've written in just a uh, revelation, you know, like God's spoken to me about worship, what? Jesus adoring us. Like this is in song of Solomon in Chapter Four, and this is the Bridegroom speaking to the bride. Yes. This is not us to Jesus, this is no. Jesus to us. yeah, and he says, every part of you is so beautiful, my darling. Perfect is your beauty without flaw within. for you reach into my heart with one flash of your eyes, I am undone by your love, my beloved, my equal, my bride, you leave me breathless. I'm overcome by merely a glance from your worshiping eyes, for you have stolen my heart. I am held hostage by your love and by the graces of righteousness shining upon you. How satisfying to me, my equal, my bride. Your love is my finest wine, intoxicating and thrilling, and your sweet perfume praises so exotic, so pleasing. Your loving words are like the honeycomb to me. Your tongue releases milk and honeys for I, honey. For I, pro, I find the promised land flowing within you. The fragrance of your worshiping love surrounds you with scented robes of white. Come on,
0: hello, God is you to- over.
1: It causes you to come undone at this beautiful God, this beautiful God. And and so when I have been hearing things like, you know, when we have to worship Jesus for and all that stuff, I, there's a little vex inside of me because I'm like, we don't have to, we get to guys, this beautiful gospel, this love, this adoration, he has placed this in us, right? The kingdoms within us. And it's an automatic, when you get this revelation, it flows outward towards mankind. You know, I hear this, uh, you know, scripture used a lot, like love the Lord, your God with all your mind, soul, strength, whatever that scripture is. I'm not saying it exactly, but you know what I'm saying? You and be. the <laughs> truth is that is old covenant and what? it's legalistic
0: exactly. in the
1: way it's said, like we got to love God, but the, but the truth you is ask. that we can't love without the revelation of love.
0: Absolutely. We
1: love because he first loved us. It's
0: a response.
1: Yes. As we
0: engage with the one who's enthralled with us. Yes. Who is delighted with us, who is intoxicated with us. (laughs)
1: Like fine wine.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's like, um, it talks about in Psalms and I can't remember the exact chapter yet, but just, off the cuff, you know, he says, um, the King Christ is enthralled with your beauty. Yeah, Honor him. Yeah. For he is Lord. So in his Lordship, his mastery of who he is, honor him by let him, by letting him love you.
1: Yes. By letting yes. him be
0: enthralled, bowled over, undone Yeah, with your beauty. The who he just adores you. Yeah. Right. And so if you're having a problem with adoring, let him adore you, let that heal you. And you, you talked about kind of the stuff you kind of sent me before about, about the worship being healing. Yes. Heals us. To Let him love us and to love him back. Heals us. Yeah. Yeah. Original design. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which kind of brings me to uh, um, uh, some other points that I, wrote down when I was thinking about this whole subject and I can honestly tell you that God has healed me in worship before like I've been in work, all different types of worship everything from kind of old-fashioned worship to charismatic you know bells and whistles <laughs> flags you know the whole nine yards <laughs> and, uh, and it's all beautiful and God loves it all awesome yeah. he loves it all but um you know I've been in worship before where there really hasn't been a word spoken. No one's laid hands on me. And at the end of worship, I'm like, oh, I feel healed. Like I got healing just from this communing in the spirit of love and grace and this, this, uh, co this co experience with our God. Yeah. And, um, and it's just a, it's such a beautiful thing that we are robbing ourselves of yeah. when we just like, I don't need to worship and, you know, and I'm like, look, I'm not, this is not me knocking at on anybody or m- mocking anyone or anything right. like that. It's more like, you know, um, a call to rethink the issue, rethink, yeah. rethink, repent, because, you know, like exactly. metanoia exactly. I mean,
0: the loving thing is to say, wait a second, let's readdress this. Yeah. It's not yeah. a command on your one more thing to do. To earn something, right? The 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 price of admission to get something from God. No, it's 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 once again it's relational, it's intimacy, it's the healing where you're known, and you know, yeah. And in that knowing and being known, there's healing because the other thing is that Him knowing us reveals to us who we really are, and so in the places where we're broken that you need healing. We are clueless. We are jacked up. We don't know who we are. We don't know that we're beautiful. We don't know that we're clean. We don't know that we're powerful. We don't know that we're good. Yeah. And so, and, and, and we can point around, well, I did this and I did this and I did this horrible thing and this, you know, disgusting thing and this thing, I'm all of this. And then this was done to me and all of this mess seems to define us. Where yeah. like, honey, I've already defined you. Yeah. And breathtaking and perfect and beautiful without spot or blemish. And I'm totally yeah. smitten and let me love you yes. to heal all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I, it's interesting too, because like, I, um I even think about like um we we have a lot of conversation about like the fear of God, you know. You going to have the fear of God. And actually when you do a deep dive into fear, even that word fear, it's also about reverent awe. You mm-hmm. know, it's about reverent awe. Like even and when I think about that, like how we've been taught that, like you got to fear God. You know, um in Revelation, right, John, uh he falls at the feet of Jesus. He sees Jesus, he falls at the feet of Jesus as if he were dead. Right. And what is Jesus's response? Fear not. Right. God is not, he is not looking for us to tremble in front of him. Like, oh my God. Now, obviously I remember I used to say this, like if God wanted to, he could just smush me in a moment. That's not who he is. No, (laughs) And so out of that grace and love and mercy and adoration is it, it pulls out of me, A reverent awe for him and a fear of him that is not a fear of like being smited. Right. It's a fear that's rooted and grounded in awe.
0: Absolutely. And mm. it's like a gazillion watts of pure, lo- holy love. Yeah. And we have this little fuse <laughs> of two whatevers they are, right? And so it's like, whoa, I'm trying to take it in. Okay, this is like my all my circuits are being blown. <laughs> yeah, you can't handle it <laughs> because you're this pure love, everything I've ever wanted. And oh, you see me completely. And whoa. Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're God. I'm not. Yeah, it's not. Exactly. It's, it's everything you ever wanted, everything you ever needed.
1: Yeah. Help
0: set it's- things right. Right. And so, you know, so it's like, whoa, yeah, an encounter with God, it's a big deal. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's it's the safest thing, even though it's, you know, our little if if we're control freaks and have to understand everything and predict everything, (sighs) it's going to be scary because God is knowable yeah. yet uh and enigmatic right i mean you yeah. can't like take it all in yeah but that's not what it means if you realize that he's 100 percent good there's no darkness there's all of that yeah you can trust in the unknown
1: yeah yeah I mean, and that and fair. that's <coughs> excuse me that's the thing that i think is important is the safety factor mm-hmm. right this idea that we are safe with our father and because you can't really worship someone out of demand, I mean that's like
0: being in no. an abusive like religion I mean yeah, let's just put it where it's at, yeah you know what it's, I mean it's, it's right yeah and so and, and yeah. I realized
1: that um you know in the years that people have walked in say religion, mm-hmm. there's been experiences where people have been turned off, you know what I'm saying like there's okay. been you know i I used to actually get a little bit ticked a little bit, I don't know if that's the right word, but a little bit. That's when, you know, someone would be like, "Okay, everybody needs to worship," and you know, like there's one person that's trying to pull everybody into the same thing. Right. When I don't think we need to do that, right? Because the right. Spirit, we point people to the love and 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 nature, and we
0: point them to Christ. We let them respond. Yeah,
1: so and I we say, let respond. Christ do the work. Yeah, world. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we let Christ because we he doesn't need our help. Right. Right. Um, he doesn't need our help, but I, I, so worship, worship, what is it? I, I wanted to talk briefly, like what, it, what it is and what it's not and what it's not. I know we have been talking about that subject as well, but know to keep going to so what <laughs> it, what it is not, it is not a demand where Thank God you. is demanding. Thank you. And it's not like you have to worship or, or else, or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we don't ever say it maybe like that, but there's, inferences made. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, if you don't read your Bible, you're, you know, gonna, right.
0: <laughs> are you going to you. yes. I yeah. Know, so,
1: right? I mean, these messages kind of get, make their way into the church and, and into people's minds. And, and all of a sudden it becomes about a demand and it's not a demand demand. It is a natural overflow. Like we've been talking out of your belly flows, the rivers of life, mm-hmm. and it's a natural overflow that is in response to understanding of uh, this co-union with our God. Yes. We are one with him and he loves us and we are safe with him and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And so there's, there's this place of just the divine entanglement, as I said earlier has been used, but Robin used the words. I know Francois uses that word. Um, Many Trinitarians use this word of the divine entanglement. Um, But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, how God speaks to us in this place of worship. Um, and in my life, I cannot number the times where I've had these beautiful encounters. You know, just I just wrote about one in September that I'll share where God, um, I was listening to a worship song that um, I think most people probably heard, You Were Worthy of It All. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think, I can't remember who sings it, if it's Bethel or, you know, because there's some a worship lot of- yeah. yeah, A lot of people sing it, but so you're worthy of it all. We sing, you're worthy of it all. And I'm singing this song and all of a sudden I I hear it. Holy spirit. I sing this song over you, Lisa. Yeah. That and you, I just Lisa, came undone.
0: everything I did. I
1: came undone in my, in my bathroom. Okay. Tears yeah. on my bathroom floor. It's a lot of tears, but anyway, because I'm just like, God opens your heart and he speaks, right? That's why we pray the eyes of our heart be enlightened so we can hear and and hear his voice and 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 know, have the knower in us that God placed in us, you know, connect to him when he's speaking to us. But he spoke this to me and I was like undone. Nothing beats the rhema word of God, you know, That's when God so speaks to us, but he sings that over his creation. You were yes. worthy of it all. Yes. Right, and it's true. It's scriptural. Yeah. It's not just um, emotionalism, like yeah. people
0: think. No, but there is emotion with it. I mean, obviously. God is love. That like, yeah. emotion there. Let's not obviously. God
1: placed emotion <laughs> we're in. Not us.
0: doing a mind mills like a Spock thing. Yeah, right. No, we're doing a mind, heart, soul, God, the whole shemiel. Yeah, because we are utterly yeah. one with Him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: God reveals things to us in through worship and. Um, you know, he, and for me personally, I've had healing, like not just healing, like I spoke about earlier, where by the end of worship, you just feel like your body feels lighter, you feel like you've had recent healing, but specific things that I've struggled with Mm -hmm. that I've been hurting over. And, um, I've had these encounters with God during worship and it's like, man, it just makes you realize he's real. I mean, one time I was, um, oh, here's another thing I want to talk about here's another thing I want to talk about. We, there's this, there's, there's this idea in religion, mostly that there's this sacred and secular, you know? Sure. So, I mean, I, I, we, we can't listen to certain music cause that's not sacred, that's secular. And all that, but God doesn't see things that way. First of all, that's like a dualistic way of looking at God it's it really denies the incarnation and makes this God of separation. You know the yeah. the the God's like not dwelling in things that are not sacred, when it says that all things are made by Him, for Him, and in Him, right. all things were made. And um, so I was I listen to country a lot now. I like I like worship music too, but I, I listen to country. There's a lot in country that is so filled with the love of god it's yeah. you know and oh, yeah. and of course a lot of them do sing about jesus and stuff like that too but um i can remember a, a time in my life i was just feeling super like lonely and just like you know whatever you, like you want to be in a relationship and you just feel like there's pain there right there's pain there's real pain i know a lot of single people that deal with that and um i get it i and, remember yeah i was driving home well. and i was listening to my radio station and this song came on and you ever listen to the music and all of a sudden the person singing leaves the room and Jesus is singing it to you.
0: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm trying to find, cause I, I had the song um, written. No, it's a country song. <laughs> <laughs> I could love you like that. It's, it's, uh, it's, yes. it's, I can, I I can love you like that. And I had the words. But anyway, I don't know. I didn't print it out. Um, I I don't remember them off the top of my head. But anyway, the song is I can love you like that. And, you know, this song is like all of a sudden Jesus enters into the song and starts singing this song over me. I'm driving and I feel the presence of God resonating in me that he's singing this song over me. Lisa, I'm going to take care of you. I will love you like that. And I start crying, I can't even see, I don't know how I made it home, and this has happened to me like more than one occasion. that literally the Holy Spirit is carrying me home <laughs> and keeping me safe at the same yes. time. yeah because I'm like crying because I God is speaking it into my my heart in that moment, bringing healing, reassurance yes. and this is our father, this is this is uh, our father and and our mother, too, right um. Right. Thank you. the comfort of the Holy spirit. And, and um, just, I I can love you like that. I'll take care of you. Um, another time I remember I was going through a season where I was, God spoke to me about changes in my life. Like I'm moving you from this church. And I had struggled with it for like eight months because I kept hearing this from God, "I'm moving you, moving you, move, moving you. And, um, you know, uh, I struggled with things because religion teaches you, you know, you can't, just leave a church. You have to have a church you're going to. You got to have the covering. You got to have this, all that. But I'm hearing the voice of God and I'm processing through it. And, um, and I went to Canada and I was sitting in a house of worship and this girl that sings there, she wrote this song and I'm, you know, processing through all this stuff that I'm hearing from God about changes in my life and moving and all this stuff. And my whole life, I've lived for someone else. I've lived for, you know, somebody else and not made decisions for myself, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she starts singing the song and it was, again, God spoke and through the song, like he started singing the song and it was like, I, uh, all about, I am a butterfly, uh, no longer afraid to fly, <laughs> you know, like just mm-hmm. all this. And, and it was flowing in this prophetic. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, and I start crying again, because <laughs> I know in this moment, God's speaking. And this is why when we just give up and detach from this beautiful wow. communication, we lose this connection. We lose this place where God speaks to us. He uses um, music, he uses all kinds of worship. And that's another thing I wanted to mention, too. Worship doesn't always have to be music. Absolutely. It is music a lot of times, but it can be. I know people who their way of worshiping uh-huh. is going out on the streets and feeding the homeless.
0: Exactly. Or going exactly. out in nature. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Abs- it's where you're able to connect on a heart to heart level. And one of the meanings of worship, as I was studying it out, is the word surrender. Not in a forced, it's a heart surrender. So God yeah. surrendered his heart to you. He's all in and holding nothing back, like everything. Yeah. yeah. Like you are worth everything. I've surrendered yeah. it all for you on your behalf. And yeah. then our response is surrendering our hearts, our, 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 um, Our like defense mechanisms against him, our self protectiveness, and just and our our trusting on ourselves exactly our independence. Yeah, self protection. Me and my bright ideas, and gotta figure it all out. (laughs) Like, how's that working? (laughs) Right. So, so, you know, it's this place of heart surrender. I'm. He surrendered all for us, and we surrender back. And there's this beautiful communion that happens that is full of life. That is all about love. That is the safest place in the universe and where we're able to function according to our original design,
1: right? This is what
0: wholeness looks like. It's holy because it's whole and it's what wholeness. And so it's this ongoing thing that we're connecting. So whether it's the songs or the feeding the homeless or walking or what whatever it is however we're communing with God it's this ongoing worship of being loved and loving and being loved yeah. and loving being yeah. adored and right. adoring back
1: yeah yeah
0: and um so sorry continue walking there I, I just got no excited. no no so no it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's all um beautiful what you just spoke and um I I would say, too, there was another um, thing that I wanted to kind of mention or talk about is what one of the things, because I think it's one of the things that has turned off people from uh, worship, is the fact that a lot of worship songs have been written from a place of separation. And so... I had put a post on my page. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, come, Holy Spirit, come, come. We're so glad you visited us tonight. Right. You know, he lives within us. It says exactly. God's no longer, you know, he's not found in, in temples no longer built by human hands. He lives within us. We are the temple of the living God. So um we're not calling him And Now we are often not aware of that. And so there yeah. is this place of where like God reveals. Right it, but it what to what's lesson.
0: already true, yeah, 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 and um
1: but so, like it says in in Corinthians, Paul said, you know um uh those that um a little foggy here because of the cold, but um those that worship those that read the law, as long as the law is read, as long as the law is read, there remains a veil. Yeah. So those still like working under the law, still yeah. trying to like get to God. We're still trying to do sacrifices. We're still trying to, you know, like, do the demands and all that. I mean, you hear it all the time. People are like, oh, I feel like I'm not doing enough for God. I feel like this, that, and the other thing, it's all legalism.
0: Yes. As
1: long as that's happening and that's being preached, there still remains a veil. Turn yeah. to Christ, right? Well, turn to Christ because he's living within us, but see his face, turn to him and the veil drops. Yeah. Well, the same goes. For worship music. Yeah. As long as the law is sung, there's Mm -hmm. going to be a veil. Mm -hmm. So we have, and, and, and so there's people that are awakening to this truth that Christ is in me. We are one Mm -hmm. I commune with him. He loves me. I love him. And then you go sing a song. And I mean, I'm not mocking anyone because there's some beautiful worship out there yeah. and God still loves it, even if it's behind the veil still, right. but there's some worship I hear and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh,
0: because it's I like, I have to change the words. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it's like this God who's like, just going to visit us for the song. And then he's going right. to go away. Right. Well, there was one I used to sing that I love called Holy spirit. You are welcome here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure God's like, Oh, thanks. I'm glad I'm welcome. <laughs>
0: And I, feel I was all Actually, I was here before you got here, but it's all right, We're, we'll work with yeah. what we got, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But all that to say, mm-hmm. um, I started a post on my page. I pinned it to the top of my page. If anyone wants to go there, there's tons of music. I asked for new covenant worship music.
0: Oh,
1: nice. Um, a friend of mine, Lila cook, she loves worship. Like I do. She shares a lot of songs with me. She shares a lot of songs, um, in her, in a private group, um, that she runs, but, um, anyway, and I am always listening to and loving on new covenant worship. So, uh, there's some people out there. I'm going to throw them out there. Warren Sylvester, who's not really well known. He does worship for John Crowder a lot of times, Nice, beautiful, beautiful worship, um, spirit of worship. Um, Mark, uh, uh, shoot. Pantana, Mark Pantana, I think his name is Pantana is his last name. He's another one. Um, there's a guy, uh, Bill Shiltz. I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> I I didn't. I wasn't prepared to throw these names out here. I'm just yeah. wanting to because I think people care. Like they want to listen to music that's right. New Covenant. Yeah. And or Brian, Brian Shiltz. I think I, is Brian, up Bill. Anyway. On my post, you'll I got, find I've got your page
0: linked to the
1: okay, good. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you're Go looking
0: for page
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for new covenant worship, there's a bunch of people have been plugging in, they've been dropping stuff in there. And there's mm-hmm. been even stuff in there that quote unquote is not worship that people found where God really just stirred up in them, you know, this well, connection. Let, let's just
0: be clear, it's worship, but sometimes Something arises from within and people may not even know it's Jesus. Okay. But their worship their spirit is worshiping maybe a god they don't know yet, but they're getting to know they know on some level, they just may not have oh Jesus, yeah, right. Well, and that's where God that's not how they're brought up. Like if you're a Muslim or Buddhist, that's not how you were brought up. You're not gonna tag it that way first way yeah. around. Yeah. You know, if you um were brought up like I was, I was brought up heathen, so <laughs> I wouldn't tag Jesus necessarily yeah. Yeah. at that stage yeah. in my life, but I yeah. was worshipping yeah. God, yeah. right? So yeah, and that's means, the light that
1: shines yes, in, in the, the darkness, darkness, the veil.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
1: the light that shines, absolutely. and that's why God speaks to us through songs, and there may not, they may not even mention Jesus in them. Oh, exactly. You know, <laughs> people get it's, offended by that, but that is truth.
0: No, I, it, I think we get scared. I, I think we get we get so. We're not relaxed in our communion with God so that we feel it can't be real worship unless it has the name of Jesus in it. And I think, you know, it's like I can love someone and not have to repeat their name over and over again because I just love that person and I'm not confused about what I'm worshiping.
1: Yes. You know, and yes. the
0: other thing is it's interesting because say, say you have a Buddhist or a Muslim or a heathen or whoever. <laughs> But there's, there's something rising up with them that is worshiping a God that they don't necessarily know, but they know in their knower, oh, right? Yeah. That's it's Acts that 17. a point that God's going to turn around and reveal him. Yes. So we, we get, we get, we get our panties in a wad that it has to look like something in particular, <laughs> um, but God is so masterful, right?
1: <laughs> okay. By um, the way, that's another form of worship. Laughter.
0: laughter, laughter, yes. joy. It is. You know, it's God so was real. a joy. He
1: was, but for the joy that was set before Him, joy is a beautiful yeah. outflow from worship. Yeah. I just, I just watched um, some video from Switzerland of Matt Spinks who took the whole crew oh, over there. So
0: great! Yeah. And yeah. for so New nice.
1: Year's and some of the live worship over there, it was beautiful dancing, joy. Like there was so much joy and and celebration in that. And that is also something that we, as, especially in the Western world, we get so stiff necked, <laughs> like, oh hands God. in the pockets. like, no, God wants us to like, let loose, you know, to be uh, uh, in it and, you know, and, and at the same time, he's fine with the hands in the pocket. Cause he just adores us and understands, but, oh. um, uh, you know, the joy, joy and, you know, uh, Sometimes out of control joy, mm-hmm. that's all part of it. It's all part of it. it you, know, you don't have to be afraid of that. In fact, I remember at a time when I was religious, I went to my pastor's wife and we were at a thing, and I there were people like laughing hysterically and stuff. And I was a little uncomfortable with it. And I said to her, What is up with that? You know, and I was like, But she said this to me. She said, You know, God heals people through that. He heals people through that. And guess what? This is how God is. He started affecting me in worship where I was getting like drunken joy. Like I was losing control and getting drunken joy. And all of a sudden he started healing me through this laughter. And I'll never forget the one time someone came over to me and was like, kind of like saying, I I need to control myself. And I'm just like, I couldn't, you know, because God was having his way with me. And uh
0: so that's yeah, one of those things. I was things- always the one under the table, just so <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was the one that was like, okay, whatever. It was amusing for everyone, but that's fine because I was in a happy place. I just just really didn't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, so sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
1: no, no, it's fine. I just you know, I want to circle back to something that you said earlier. Mm-hmm. You said something about bringing someone into like kissing. We we talked about worship and um the pro face-to-face face and kin- kinio to kiss. Mm-hmm. And you, <clears throat> you talked about how, you know, that bring, I forget how you said it, but basically it's like a kiss, right? You're bringing the face and that's how, you know, that they you see, yes. you know, I um, there's a scripture in Luke where, you know, uh, everyone, everyone knows the the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the prodigal, etc. cetera. <clears throat> At the beginning of that scripture, it says that um, Jesus was dining with tax collectors and sinners. And I find it always interesting how they separated tax collectors out because the tax collectors were seen as like the worst of the worst.
0: They were, they were at a whole nother echelon of sin. Yeah, yes. yeah, because they well, were they Jews that people. sold out. Right. Yeah, they
1: mm-hmm. sold out to the Romans to take money from their own brethren, so to speak. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, so Jesus was dining with them. And and it said, the Pharisees that this man, he received sinners, and they were so offended by this. And that just is like every religious person today, like offended right. that Jesus would dine with someone that is unclean, you know, which, right. you know, that uh, God told Peter, don't call unclean what I've made clean. What
0: I've made so. clean. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but that word receive, uh, Malcolm Smith, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I've been listening to a lot of his teachings. He's a fabulous amazing teacher and he talked about in the hebrew culture to receive is literally like to take into oneself and so it's it's as if he said jesus took his hands and took their faces into him so when you said that it connected that is the adoration of god
0: and no one's no one's outside right no one's outside No, uh, You know, and I, no. I, I know people are
1: blind. Of- people are blind to it. Yes. That's for sure. Yes. But yes. no one is outside
0: of it. Absolutely. If the
1: church could get this message, there'd be a lot of change in the culture.
0: Oh my, the people would flock because you want to belong. Yeah. People are dying to belong. And, and so what's happened if, if they're not belonging to like God and tracking with that. They're trying to belong in subgroups and culture Yeah, that are, that are, you know, race or sexuality or gender or something that yeah. is not that it's not important, but that's not identity, no. but belonging the to the one who be. loved you and gave himself up for you yeah. and belonging to the community, the worldwide community of the children of God. Like yeah. family, see yeah. that's how we were originally created, Ephesians and, three, right? All, and so, right, exactly. Yeah. And so we have this thing of being in or out. And I, I have these discussions with people. Well, not everybody's a child of God. I'm like, well, did they create themselves? Did the devil create them? What? How did this happen? You know? And it's it's so we just have this. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it's this fallen need to separate out. Yeah, and, you know the a very the definition separate, separate. Yeah. right.
1: The very, the very definition of Pharisee was separation, right. and that's exactly. how they walked. That's why when they saw Jesus embracing the lepers, embracing exactly. the sinners, embracing the tax collectors, right. they were offended. This man receives sinners. This man received dines with them. That's why he was called a drunkard, and of course, right, and a glutton. Um, <laughs> yeah, and a glutton and all right. that, and um, exactly. and and yeah, I mean, um, uh, I think if we can get this message, truly this message that the, we're talking about worship, it will change culture. It will change culture. Like you belong. Yes. You've been reconciled yes. awake. Oh, sleeper. Okay. I had the an awakening. The dead. <laughs> yeah. God, God, God uh, revealed himself to me. And but our ministry is one of reconciliation and one of telling people, be who you are, be reconciled to God. He reconciled you. And and we can if we can get that and stop with this you know, like us versus them, and you know, and that's how we got denominations, right? That's how we got like, I don't know, there's like hundreds of thousands of denominations. But oh. I think in the Christian, there's like maybe thirty to forty thousand. I don't know, but as many denominations oh. Yeah. Um, you know, don't quote me on that. I'm sure someone's probably gonna be like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking
0: about. But if you Google it, there's a lot of denominations. There's a lot. I actually think it's more than that, but keep going. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah. But that's how we got it because wow. we decided we knew the truth of God. And so we're gonna break off into a sect. But anyway, there is this ebb and flow that comes when people know they're accepted mm. and it draws people in. I I receive you. I receive you. And then out of your belly flows rivers of life. Yeah. The Zoe life of God, you know,
0: amazing.
1: and uh, it causes us to worship in awe and reverence. It causes us to know, and, and just the healing that comes from it, you know, knowing, knowing Jesus alone should cause us to worship. It should cause us to worship. You know, Knowing so.
0: him and being known by him. Because yeah. there's something in being known. That's why the God who sees me, there's a lot of people who feel like they're not seen or they're afraid to be seen because they think there's so much, they carry so much shame. Yeah, like it sees past that. The shame is the thorn entity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the being seen, being known and knowing, yeah. which yeah. is that whole concept of adoration, of being adored and adored yeah. back, naked and unashamed, so to speak. Yeah, not yeah. not exposed, um, but covered in love. Right. Yes. But, yes. But covered and safe in love, but in that being known, like you just show up, you're you, yes, that's it. That's that's yeah. that's the uh, And God the shows
1: you in that safety, He shows you the truth of your being. Exactly. He shows you, he doesn't condemn you. He doesn't tell you, you know, oh, you're, you're disgusting to me. Like, that's how I hear the message that's a lot the of lie. times. And yeah, that's the lie.
0: That. Yeah. but He shows yeah. you the truth that... <gasps> You're so precious and breathtaking and beautiful. Mm-hmm. You've ravaged my heart with one look of your yeah. one glance with one look of your one lick of your necklace. You ravaged my heart. Yeah. Right. He's all open. He's, he's love he's adores. And so that we can love back. And that's the yes. healing flow. The there was a,
1: there was a place too. I wanted to read. Uh, Yeah, it talking about worship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, we can't not talk about wor- we can't talk about worship, I should say, and not mention the scripture in Zephaniah.
0: Oh, yes. Where he's singing over you, right? Yeah. It Zephaniah says that, three. It, yeah. Think. And I'm
1: taking this from that the Robin's blog, but oh. Zephaniah 317 says God rejoices over you with gladness. He renews you. He renews you in his love. It's in love and in acceptance. It's in that, that we renew that we are transformed. And, um, it says he exalts over you with loud singing and spins around in joyful dancing. And, um, he, it says the last part says in our English Bibles that he will will joy over thee with, with singing
0: mm-hmm. he
1: said that doesn't quite capture the meaning she she you know did the study and she said, would read better as he passionately spins and dances shouting and singing over you with joy
0: while exultant come off the hinges for all of for everybody who is saying, listen, you're out of control. God's spinning in joy and exaltation and adoration over you. Hey, yes. Right. And he is not embarrassed. He's not. A sh- he's like, mm-hmm. he's off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> in love with you, with me, with his creation, with his sons and daughters, with all of them. It's like, oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. my kids. Yeah. Right. You're his favorite yeah. thing. Yeah. And so he's 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 unapologetically. Right. And so over the top. And so, you know, he's 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 gentle, but he's also passionate. Yeah. Just look at
1: the prodigal, the father, you know, the the, (laughs) excuse me, the the party he he prepared and the party he threw for his son who had gone and squandered everything. You know, and, um, and, and this, this is the way that the father, and this is an allegory. This is a picture to show us the love of our own father, right? That even as we're squandering things, which a lot of people are, mm. I did for many years, oh. we're squandering our inheritance. We're living wow. like, you know, uh, not as we were designed, right. not as we were created. We're living a lot for ourselves or however you want to put that. Right. God just is sitting, waiting with his fatted calf, yeah. saying, "I ha- all that I have is yours. Yeah. And when we uh, wake up in pig slop, which some of us, you know, I some always have slop. been
0: sloppier than others, but sometimes <laughs> it's covert slop, right? You yeah, all a <laughs> slob right? And some of it's it's both, but whatever slop we're in, (laughs) when we wake up in the slop. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Keep going.
1: No, no. I'm just saying, but the father's heart in that is anticipation of the return. Yes, You know, it's not, I'm going to smite you and all that. No, we got to get this. We got to get this. And when we do, it causes us to realize the goodness of God and causes us to worship overflow like milk and honey, like it said in Song of Solomon. So worship is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's not religious. It can be made religious. Unfortunately, religion may has made things religious, but um, that is not the truth of how God views worship and how God moves through worship and how we we live and move and have our being in him. And that overflows in worship. Reverence and in
0: worshiping in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Like it's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's our hearts with his heart. This is the holy of holy place. Yeah. And so, ab- so it's the real deal. And yeah. it transforms things, it transforms yeah. us.
1: Yeah, and I mean I'll spend the rest of my life proclaiming this message to people um, about our God because I believe it is at the very heart of every person, and of course that says it says this in Scripture as well, is to know God and to know who He is because He reveals who we are and um, brings us peace and joy and healing and shalom, and that is the truth of salvation. That is the truth definition of salvation is the sozo right this nothing missing nothing broken returned to the truth of our being yeah the devil doesn't father anybody oh my gosh
0: <laughs> right you may be acting like the devil but it doesn't
1: yeah. you just don't know
0: who you belong
1: to who you belong to right
0: absolutely More wow amazing. well this was amazing this yeah this flew by that yeah. was really fun <laughs> yeah not bad for having a cold <laughs> yeah that's good she woke up she wasn't quite sure but man she pulled it off good job yeah. Lisa. <laughs> yeah
1: I just really felt like God this is on the father's heart and he put it on my heart this whole year it's been on my heart this whole subject of worship and um, and then when you asked me to come on and talk I was thinking about topics and God spoke and he said I want you to speak on worship and and it was just so connected with me right because that's who we are that's how that's part of our our co with co-laboring co-working co not working but co um wait, you are know, being living co-living with, yes. with God is he speaks puts on our heart things you know desires on our heart and those heart desires are connected to his heart desires so
0: yay yeah yay. so well thank happy you happy new year happy <laughs> new year everybody <laughs> Uh, this was beautiful. Thank you, Lisa, so much. I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. And I hope you come back again sometime. And Absolutely. Yay. This was a yeah. blessing to me personally and, and to everybody out there. So, thank yeah. you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Katherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.